this is SBO Perspectives, and I am Jack Mitchell, here along with the esteemed John Bricado. A great, great, twisting, innovative. We're, I don't really know how, when we do these episodes, John, we're hitting all areas, all facets, and I don't know how, like, every episode, it just continues to embody and bring out more and more for our listeners. So I'll let, I'll let the listeners, you know, you'll spill off what this one is about, but you'll be surprised as to, like, what we have in store for, for this episode. Yeah, today we have Chris Higgins. He's the business development executive at U.S. Employee Benefits Group, and what Chris does is really cultivate relationships with the school business officials around the state of New York. And, you know, we wanted to bring him on because he's really kind of captured a segment in terms of developing these relationships that you're not really feeling like you're dealing with somebody who's in sales or trying to sell a product to you. You really feel like it's somebody you can trust and that you really get to know over time. And we thought it would be a great idea to just bring him on to just really articulate his strategy and what he does as a professional to work with the school business official group. So we're excited to bring you this interview today. And here is our interview with Chris Higgins. Today on the podcast, we have Chris Higgins, Business Development Executive at U.S. Employee Benefits. Chris, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you for having me. I mean, this is this is exciting. I've seen a lot of you guys on social media. So this is exciting for me. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're bringing you into the fold. And I have to say, I've been excited to bring you on for some time because we've been working together for, I don't know, three or so years. And when I think of the importance of the client business official relationship, you're what comes to mind immediately. So, you know, thank you for your time. And I'm excited to kind of get into this. But that being said, being the business development executive, what do you do to obtain new business? And could you generalize your process from kind of start to finish? Sure, absolutely. You know, again, thank you for having me on. And, you know, I, I do want to preface that I am in no way a, a, an expert in the field. You know, everybody develops relationships differently and, and maintains and manages manages them differently. So I appreciate you having me on to talk about this. But, you know, for me, the biggest part of, you know, having success and, and being out in the field and, and being a known entity is definitely the, the biggest piece of the success. The, people have to know who you are. Right. You know, with with that, there's also the <clears throat> excuse me. With that, there's also the the piece of developing trusting relationships. So the way I look at it is, you know, you're a salesperson and you're on a phone, you're calling, you know, you're sending emails and you're not getting anywhere. But there's a reason why you're not getting anywhere. So you're not showing up in person to events. You're not. You're not a known person. You're not a trusted person. So the biggest piece for me is understanding school officials, where I can meet them in person, not to go and sell them, but to go and let them know who I am, what I do, and, and go from there. So I would say to generalize the process, in-person events and meetings is the biggest piece. You know, we talk about local chapter meetings. You know, you know, we talk, you and I know each other from Western New York, you know, a, a golf tournament. Any way that you can help out, even in, on the charity side with school districts, that, that's the biggest piece. Another piece of it is the strategic marketing. So, you know, school officials have a lot going on, and, and we have to understand that, especially on the vendor side. Having a strategic marketing piece is, is something that I think, you know, you're not just force feeding information down their throats in, in the sense of, I think you need this. It's more of, you know, what's what's trending in the market? What, what might be something that they, they want to look at right now instead of just the, 
hey, this is what I offer. This is what I do. And I'm just going to keep sending you emails and, and mailers just to hopefully get your attention. Right. The other piece of it is listen. So when I go into a school, and especially if it's a school official I know, but, you know, haven't really gotten to know the district itself, I listen, you know, just understanding what's going on in the district, what, what might be the need, that, you know, that, that they want. Something that I'm offering, it might be something, you know, that they need, but don't go in and think you know what they need. And then as we talked about earlier, you know, be present, be a known entity, be empathetic. You know, there's a, that we have to understand as vendors that school officials are getting emails and calls from vendors daily. Just because you're a vendor, it doesn't mean that you deserve a phone call or you deserve an email back from the school officials. They have a lot going on and we have to understand that and be empathetic to that. I'm sure many of our listeners will appreciate that because we are very busy as, as many people are, but knowing at least from your standpoint that you know, if you send a couple emails and understand that we may not get back to you right away, I think that's a huge piece. And, you know, having worked with you in the past, I can at least say from my personal experience, I don't get that like sleazy car salesman vibe from you, you know, you know, you really, you did, yeah. you do show up and you are present. And I think you've really captured that nicely in terms of how you approach it. So how, how do you discover opportunities with potential clients? And, you know, do you use a team-based approach or do you kind of formulate a strategy on your own? You did speak to kind of showing up in person and being present, but maybe you could expound on that a bit. Sure. And, you know, I, I consider myself the worst salesperson in the organization and, and my <laughs> boss probably wouldn't like to hear that. But, you know, when, especially when I'm going to school district functions, you know, I look at it as, as, you know, you're dealing with people, you're not, you know, you're not trying to target them for business. So I don't know if my boss would be uh, appreciative to hear that, but yeah. So for me getting opportunities with potential clients, I, I mean, you know, you get the RFPs, right. You know, those are, you know, the, the business side of things that, you know, you get the opportunity to go in there and, and quote for the business and bid for the business. But the biggest piece of it is again, the relationship side, right. You know, you, you want to try and be that person that gets you to the table and then be able to show your stuff. You know, the, there's also the, the market changes and market trends. Again, you know, you're not force feeding stuff down, down someone's throat. You're more of, Hey, this is what's trending in the market. This is what's changing in the school market. You know, we're seeing a shift right now with the younger generation of school officials coming up. So there's different things that, you know, the millennials are looking at technology right now and, yeah, yeah. you know, everything's in the palm of their hands. So, you know, you have a new employee coming into a district and, uh, you know, they're a millennial and you hand them a packet of papers, they're going to look at you sideways and say, what am I supposed to do with this? You I was going to say, is- so have you kind of adopted yeah. your strategy a little bit to with, with who you're dealing with individually? Absolutely. And, you know, uh, there, there's always the, in the back of the mind, you know, there's always, I have this staff member that's been working with me for 30 years and, you know, you have to be cognizant of that, right? You know, right, no one right. wants to be, um, you know, scared that they might lose their job. And, and also, you know, the, the best thing about school officials is they look out for their people too. Sure. You know, they're not just throwing something in, in the school district, not understanding what the consequences could be for, for people on their staff. But you know, adjusting on the fly, right? You know, if you say, well, you know, ex employee has been doing benefits enrollments and onboarding for, for 20 years with paper, you say, okay, you know, that's great. But now if you switch to electric, 
they're going to be electronic. They're going to be the person who's going to be managing the actual system. Right. And you know, their job changes a little bit. You know, they're not losing their job. So it, again, you know, there's a market adjustment, right? There's people have to have to adapt. It's just when they're ready to, and you can't tell them that they need to, to adapt or tell them that they need to change. They need to be ready and it needs to be something that, that the district wants. So, I mean, and, and that's just one example of it. The other thing too, is just, again, becoming the, the known entity, education of the company and the products that we're offering. Again, I'm not telling you what you need to have or what you should have. I'm telling you what we do. And if there's something, there's a match there that, you know, we can help you out with. Great. If not, you know, we'll see you down the line. And then the biggest thing is, is, you know, you can probably see my mug out there in the Asbo reporter on our, uh, yeah. our <laughs> every issue. That's my favorite part. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hopefully I'm not, you know, there smack dab. I think we got the centerfold yeah. literally. Yeah. And, you know, smack dab right there in the middle. So again, it, and it's nice, you know, I, I always say it too. And especially when I go to meetings with school officials is I like to be, I like to walk into the room and be known as Chris Higgins, not as the sales guy from U.S. Employee Benefit Services Group or NIVEST. Right. And that's the most important thing to me because I don't want to be looked at as a salesperson. I want to be looked at as a person who this is what I do. And if I can help you, great. If not, you know, that's okay. You know, maybe we'll help each other or maybe I'll be able to help you down the line. Right. You don't want to be the guy where you walk into a room and everybody kind of runs the other way, which, you know, you're definitely not that person, but I think because of your, you know, emotional intelligence and knowing what the needs are of the business official group, that's really had, has paid you dividends. So kind of folding into, into that, you know, Getting the business is one thing, you know, building those relationships initially, but why, in your opinion, is it so important to build those long lasting relationships beyond just kind of getting started? And, you know, how have you become so good at doing so? You know, and, and again, I'll, I'll be humble a little bit, you know, I, and, and, you know, the whole, you know, doing good and how, how I've been doing good at it. I look at it more as I'm learning every day, especially with schools and schools, official, school officials, you know, every person's different, every district is different, you know, and, and that's how you manage your relationships. And there's also school officials, you know, they don't, they're not as engaging and that's okay. Yeah. You know, we, we look at opportunities to, to offer a service or offer help to them, but you know, if they engage, that's okay. If they don't engage, then that's okay. And that's the other thing that vendors need to understand too, is not everybody is going to engage with you and not everybody's going to give you a chance to uh, quote business or, or come to the table and offer business. And I was going to say, is there, is there a point where you just kind of cut it loose and, and kind of move on? Like you're not getting that engagement? Well, I mean, you know, us as salespeople, we have metrics. So we, we make sure that we're, we're hitting those metrics, but right. You know, again, I love when I'm not able to get a hold of somebody. And again, this is strategic marketing. This is not, you know, calling them and emailing them every week. But I love the fact that I'm able to see them in person eventually, whether it's at a meeting or, you know, it's ASBO down in Saratoga. I love the fact that I'm able to just let them know and see who I am, you know, and sometimes people are set in their ways. And again, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but as long as they know who I am, you never know when an opportunity will come up where it, it's, it gives you the, the opportunity to come in and, and show your business, quote your business. And I did want to go back to your earlier question about the team-based approach and yeah. kind of strategize off of that because, 
you know, for us, we're a U.S. Employee Benefit Services Group, but we are powered by NIBEST. And I know many of the school might know who we are, especially down in the ASBO, SBMW conferences. You know, we feel it's important, especially with school districts, they're large machines, they're large entities. And having a singular approach is probably not the, the easiest or best fit to, to approach them. And, you know, for us, we use that team-based approach. So not only with U.S. Employee Benefit Services Group, but we are also U.S. Omni. And many districts in New York State know who our U.S. Omni is. And, and so, and, you know, not to interrupt, but just for our listeners, sure. can you help describe the difference between those three entities, you know, NIBEST, U.S. Employee Benefits, and U.S. Omni? Yeah, so NIBEST is uh, New York Benefits Educator Students Trust, and it's a board of a number of school officials around New York State. And the whole purpose of NIBEST is it's created by school officials for the assistance of school officials. So we, and is also a not-for-profit as well. And we are U.S. Employee Benefits Services Group. So NIBEST, we are powered by NIBEST. So we are the the servicing component of NIBEST. But the interesting thing about NIBEST is any changes that are made within the product offering or the types of offerings that are out there, it is it is actually approved by the school officials that are on the board. It, it is, so it's not like they're, we're just putting products together and just throwing them out there. This is something that school officials in market now are looking at things that are needed. And especially, you know, given the opportunity to, you know, offer, you know, a product to a school district, this is something that these are products that are, are needed at the current moment. And then we have uh, U.S. Omni. So we are the, as many of you know, is the 403B administrator and, you know, they have most of the market of New York State. So it's nice to be a known entity within districts. So we are one family. We might have different, you know, roles, us on the benefit side and Omni on the 403B side, and then obviously NIBEST, but we are all part of the same family. But, you know, going back to the team approach, that's the most important for me is because we're not, you know, we're experts, but we're only experts to a certain extent and having the right people at the table to be able to service, you know, a client like a school district, which, you know, they're very large entities and there's many moving parts. So having a singular based approach may not be the most successful. And again, you know, go back to the philosophy of being active, be present and be a resource. And that's the way I approach it daily with schools. You know, we're, you know, NIBEST, we wake up every day and we breathe and, you know, we, we live and breathe school districts and that's, that's our approach with it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that really shines through too. I mean, you know, you, I've seen you at multiple events, whether it's, you know, when I was back in, in Western New York or whether it's at the statewide events in like Saratoga or, you know, any, anywhere else, like in Albany, I mean, you and, and your team are definitely present. And I think that's definitely known. So, you know, you're not just like firing off emails and cold calling and stuff. People can put the face to the name, which is, which is super important. So yeah. with those relationships, they can't be one-sided, right? So you're, you're doing all this work to kind of introduce yourself and to introduce your product and really sustain a, a, a relationship with the, with the school business official. But, you know, from your vantage point, what can the school business official do on their end to help facilitate a successful client relationship? So, you know, and this is a tough one because, you know, again, I go back to the saying with the vendors is 
the school does not have an obligation to respond to your emails and your phone calls, especially if you're calling like every other day. Right. You know, I use our friend Ruby Harris in Grand Island and, you know, she was giving me examples of, you know, people calling her and, you know, trying to get through her office administrator and saying like, oh, Ruby said to call today or whatever. And, you know, you don't pretend like you're friends with them or don't pretend you know who they are when they've never met you. That's like, yeah, that's, that's like the sleazy salesman we were talking about. Earlier. Yes. <laughs> and, and you will fail. You definitely will fail. And, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> for me, I, you know, I think that the most important thing in, in trying to, and again, the school officials have a lot going on. And, you know, for me, I think the biggest thing is, is, you know, be honest with your intentions and needs, especially as a school official. So we, we, we look at, you know, we have, there's many vendors that are the same within our market. And, you know, I know John, you and I have had this conversation before, but, you know, be, be honest, have the best intentions and needs, you know, especially if a vendor is too aggressive, right? You know, if you're avoiding phone calls and emails, chances are they're going to keep emailing you and calling you. And trust me, I know that's not the best approach, especially with school districts and school officials, but telling them, hey, now's not a good time, or, you know, we have a product or a service that we're using right now. Thank you. I think for you guys to alleviate the influx coming in, that's definitely, it's not the easiest thing for people to, to, you know, tell people to, to pretty much go away. Right. Right. But I think it's the most, you know, I I think it would be the, the best way to, to alleviate the influx. But that's hard though. That's hard to do sometimes. Right. Oh, a hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, I think that's what separates you guys and makes you more genuine than others. But like, I think, what do you do? Like same with situation, if you have an SBO and they're like, all right, well, you know, I like your advice, but not right now. Mm-hmm. How do you really authenticate that, that, you know, you're not getting brushed off, but that they really do want you to tap in later on? And I mean, it happens sometimes. I, I can tell you that, you know, I'm very genuine. I always want to listen to everything that comes out there for somebody. However, you know, you, you can run into times where you don't have that opportunity, that time to really, you know, sit down and discuss it. Like, what do you do? Because you don't want to lose the business, but at the same time, you don't want to press too hard. Right. So I always ask for timetables. So, you know, for example, you guys are in the middle of um, budget season right now. This is the worst, absolute worst time for a vendor to be reaching out, for a vendor to try and do business with a school official or, or try and, you know, develop anything with the school officials. So, you know, for a vendor, it's to be cognizant of that. For you guys, I ask, you know, I usually say a timetable. Hey, I know, you know, thanks for getting back to me. Now's not a good time. When do you think it would be a good time? Whether it's, you know, uh, a week of when the uh, teachers are on vacation or it's over the summer. Having a, a timetable is, is easier for me to say, hey, you know, Jack, we spoke, you know, three months ago. You said reach out now. And that may not be a good time either. But keeping that constant relationship, not too pushy. Yeah, not you too, agreed uh, upon it. Yeah. Yeah. And it has to be agreed upon. And again, you know, um, being honest, if it's something that the district's not going to need or, you know, hey, the, you know, you get the email, the, hey, you know, send me some marketing material and I'll take a look at it. It may not be something that the district needs. Or again, me as a vendor, I shouldn't expect that you have to take my phone call or, or my email. Mm-hmm. So, cool. uh, go ahead. No, it's not, it's good. I was, I, I'm really kind of, I, I see how much 
your passion, right? It exudes through this podcast. So we're speaking. Uh, I've been quiet most of the time because I'm just like soaking it in. But what do you really love? I mean, that passion I see, you know, you have to have the love for your association beyond a business, you know, because in the end, we're all human beings and our connections and our lives matter. What what hits home for you? So the biggest thing for me, and, and I tell, I, I was telling this to John as well, is I don't consider, I consider myself the worst salesperson in the organization. And I say that, and again, my boss will listen to this and he, he's listening now and he's probably shaking his head, but I don't want to be known. Yeah. And, and I don't, and, and you know, my boss, Eric, and he's uh Yeah. Eric, you know, he's, Eric's he's a flamboyant guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's and, the way to speak, right? Yeah. And you know, I want to walk into a room. I want to walk into a chapter meeting and I want to be Chris Higgins. I don't want to be the sales guy from U.S. Employee Benefit Services Group or mm-hmm. NIBEST. That, and that's the biggest thing that hits home to me is that's why, um, you know, I love what I do. I love dealing with the schools. I love my chapters that I'm up, you know, I'm here in the Rochester, Western New York area. And I love my chapters and you know, people have accepted me within that group as as Chris Higgins, not the sales guy that, you know, not the health insurance guy, you know, developing the relationship is the biggest piece for me. Because again, you know, it's twofold. If you're a sleazy sales guy, you're a sleazy sales guy. But, you know, the way I do my business, sometimes, you know, people are not the right fit, you know, and you're not going to just do business with someone just to do business. You want to do business with someone you like, someone who trusts you, and someone who is actually, you know, going to work with you. And, you know, I see a lot of that, you know, having the opportunity to quote for business. And, you know, when people I haven't talked to reached out to me and they say, hey, we would like to quote student accident or, you know, whatever's, whatever products out there, I get a little bit hesitant, hesitant because, you know, I don't know them as a person as well. And I know, you know, they have a job to quote. And, you know, where I get hesitant is, is all right, you know, I'm going to utilize NIBEST and I'm going to utilize our um, carrier relationships to get the quote, get the products, get the service, and then, you know, go back to that school official. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, thanks for the quote, but we decided to go somewhere else. Right. Now is that, you know, shopping the, the quote that, that we gave out when, you know, your current vendor, or your current uh, broker should be doing that for you already. So that's why it's so important for me to develop the relationships and know who I'm working with and, and truly understand the needs and wants of a, of a district. Do, do you throw your golf game too? <laughs> <laughs> do they make the guys feel better when you're out there? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, this mm-hmm. is great. This is great. I appreciate this. And I guess if anyone who comes on, we always ask, like, if there's any piece of advice you can, out there you can offer to others, you know, if you could think of anything, what would that be? Be present become the known entity and listen, listen before reacting. Don't think you know what they need, listen to what they need or want. And don't have the expectations that you deserve a meeting because you're a event. You know, that's the biggest piece. Again, being the known person, calling into a district, emailing, don't expect, hey, I'm a vendor. You should be taking my my emails or you should be taking my phone calls. Earn it. I got you. Earn that. Yep. Yeah. And then just be truthful, right? Be truthful with your clients. At the end of, you know, at the end of the SBOs, you know, at the end of the day, SBOs all talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the best policy. Yeah. It's, yes. a, it's a tight, tight neck group, isn't it? Yes. And you will fail if you are not being a truthful person, especially in this mm-hmm. market, because they all run ideas off each other. They all talk to each other. Yep. And then, you, you know, you walk into the room and, 
well, hey, there's that, you know, that sleaze bag that, you know, um, told us he was going to do something and he didn't or gave me <laughs> wrong information. Guess what that's going to put you. So, yeah, and just be honest, you know, mm-hmm. be a good person, you know, again, like, I don't want to be a sales guy. I, I like hanging out with you guys and having fun, you know, I, love I, you I too. look at it, the business side <laughs> of it, right? Yes. You know, it's, uh, it, it, we have to, but, you know, when right opportunities present itself and that that's when business gets done. But outside of that, you know, be present at the functions, you know, whether it's, you know, scholarship initiatives or just opportunities for, for anything, right? Hey, we have, we, you know, we have a, a volunteer opportunity coming up. That's going to get you the biggest, I'd say, headway with trust with uh, a person is being available for them for non-verb business purposes. Right, right. So Chris, when you're not, you know, developing these relationships and meeting new school business officials, what do you have going on in your life? What's Chris Higgins doing these days? Oh, I don't know. I, I work, right? I, yeah, I, I guess, right? I got I to gotta throw that in there because my boss, you know, will be listening and making sure that. Ah, I don't worry know. about that. Don't well, worry about Eric. I just, you know, I live outside, just outside of Rochester. You know, I have two, two, two children, one that just turned four and the other that's turning eight. Awesome. Uh, they love to kill each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So my, my wife's a teacher at a Pittsburgh Central School District. So yeah, you know, for us, it's a lot of family time, a lot of family stuff. You know, we moved into our house last year and, you know, we're, we're still getting projects done and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Making, making the house our own. Yeah. So to yeah. speak. Good stuff. And I'm a big hockey guy. Too, so yeah. Yeah. I know that. Love hockey. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Chris, thank you Who's so much. Yeah. This, this has been great. I mean, I'm, we're just so happy to have had you on. And, you know, we know that you're definitely the client success master here in, in the state of New York. So thank you for your time today. And yes, I hope sir. our listeners got a lot out of it. Yeah. Thanks, and I'll, I'll be humble. I'm no master by any means, but uh, I appreciate you guys having me on today. This is a lot of fun. Would love to do it again. And uh, be well, guys. Thank you very much. You too. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with Chris today. He did a wonderful job just really, you know, capturing how he approaches a relationship with a school business official. And, you know, everyone listening, I'm sure you've run in against somebody who's trying to sell you something and it's just kind of incessant and won't stop. But, you know, Chris really has an artful way to help develop those relationships. Yeah, really good. And you know what, John, you know, I, I run across sales. And as a matter of fact, I was in sales, um, so to speak, at one point in time on Wall Street. And I think that the key to success is really just being natural, like yeah. said, being honest. And those relationships just come. So and this is an insightful episode for us as SBOs because being on the other side of that relationship, it's good for us to have that, that keen sense, right? Of understanding of like, listen, there are things that can benefit us, right? But we wanna we wanna be open to it, number one. But we also want also the other side to say, hey, we don't wanna come off as sales guys, right? right. Because right. for us, you know, we're busy, there's different times, but we appreciate guys like Chris and what they do. So we thank them again for coming on. This is really great. So with that, John, I mean, we got so much more coming up. I mean, I'm excited. Yeah, huge um, lineup. Yeah, you know, that there's a sneak peek. There's an Aswan National on Horizon again, you know, and we got like food service. I mean, it's, it's really going to be bubbling the rest of this quarter. But having said that, can't wait for um, SBO. You know, that leadership. SBO leadership is coming up, but SBO in June, the Summit and Expo would be a great time upcoming. And we're almost there, man. This is like... This is May, you know what I mean? So yeah, we have budget vote in a few weeks. Part. Budget vote, 
bats we're looking forward to. Um, things looking pretty good out there. I think the numbers for most, at least yeah. in our area. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different year this year, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, you know, with that, this is Jack Mitchell, and I'm signing off along with John Bricado. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Thank you.